Does your business spend $500 a month or more on gas and electric bills? Did you know by making a simple free phone call, you can save up to 25% on your bill every month? What could you do with a 25% savings on utility bills every month? Energy deregulation is now available in your state. Making one simple phone call will show you how we can lower your gas and electric bills instantly. With no changes to your bill and no enrollment fee. This is a free service. The only thing you'll notice is a lower bill every month. Call U.S. Power & Light right now. Learn how easy it is to lower your utility bills for your business and save money. We promise. So if you spend over $500 a month on your gas and electric bills, please call right now and unleash your savings. 800-941-3381. 800-941-3381. 800 That's 800-941-3381. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome back to the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes, especially today, informative show on earth. That's Radio Law Talk. We're talking about general topics of law. Seek local counsel. We're not giving you legal advice. The only time we say that we can give, you can use us as some sort of advice is around the dinner table. Usually when your in-laws come over and you just want them to, you know, you want some authority, especially when they use the they say, you know, and, and grandma, my grandma used to say that they say all the time. And when you have a they say, then you just throw back a, well, Radio Law Talk says as follows. And by the way, I did say they say not too long ago at the dinner table. My wife caught me. You just <laughs> said they say. And I said, oh, I did. I said, go ahead and quote Radio Law Talk, dear. Huh? So. Um, <laughs> Here's your chance. <laughs> she's like, oh, is that what you go do every Saturday? <laughs> yeah, that's what I go do. Oh, I thought you just left me and leave me alone for a No, 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 no. But Radio Law Talk, we have a good time. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. Again, that's 855-529-7234. We're going to talk about, we just finished up talking about the NRA last hour. We're going to talk about lawsuits against the Trump administration. Uh, I'm going to say, my notes say it ends because the administration is gone. That's not necessarily true. But we're going to line out and talk about what the numbers are. If you want to hear what the numbers are, we're going to talk about numbers and especially about the California attorney general that is his best friend. They're the, the, I'm sure they're going to be golfing together on the golf course in, what, Mar Largo, wherever he lives now. But uh, we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about uh, virtual jury trials and judge trials, how oh. things you think this doesn't affect you. Life is going to change after coronavirus, and it might go back a little bit to normal, but uh, believe me, for from here on out, especially in the court systems, there's going to be changes. Have, e have either of you during this pandemic had occasion to do any contested hearing via Zoom that normally would have been in person? Have either of you had that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I had that. It's, it is a challenge. Oh, we have yeah. a... Are you talking evidentiary hearing? Evidentiary yes. hearing and witnesses and that everything. That is understatement. Yeah, it's yeah. very, very difficult. Yeah, we have a big, big San Francisco case that was going out two weeks ago, and the courts asked, do you want to do a Zoom trial? We're like, nope. 
Because <laughs> we do not, you know, we, we don't want to be one of the first guinea pigs of the trials. They have had them, just so you know, but it's very difficult and you, it's almost like you're tripping through these things. Why? What's the challenge? Yeah. Okay. What's right, the challenge? Yeah. Here's a challenge. A witness you want to cross-examine. A lot of times it's important for the jury to see how they act, the way they move, the way and, – and not only that, I know they, they said – Wiggle in yeah, their chair. And not only that, oh, yes, they do supposedly do a 360 to see if there's anyone in the room. You don't know what that witness is doing underneath or in front of them or in back. Someone's saying that. You don't know. Yes, they're doing the best they can. Oh, you have to have a 360 show us who's there. Someone could walk in or so it could be some notes hidden that you can put up there and, and, and quote. You know, it's just you can't – Look the person eye to eye. That is very important. You can see body movements. You can you can see the sweat. Oh yeah, you can see the sweat. No, you can't see their hands fidgeting. You know, there's a lot of things that lawyers look at and judges do in order to you know assess the situation. Yeah, and New Jersey's kind of got a, a pretty cool setup, um, setup on how they're dealing with these type of challenges. And we're going to talk about that, Denise. Um, awesome. And 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 after we do that, we're going to talk a little bit about. Jack Nicholson does come into a trial. It's not him, but The Shining comes in and a Jack Nicholson. That is very interesting what's going on with that. And then we got to talk about Tom Girardi's woes. That's a famous lawyer. We're going to talk about that. But what we what we were supposed to do first hour, we're doing second hour, is do case or no case, Cal. Everybody loves that. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! Yeah, we got to one. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Dentists sometimes toil under the regulatory radar, such as 66-year-old Dr. Roger Lund. Mr. Lund was ready to retire, so he sold his lucrative practice to another dentist. After the other dentist bought the practice, the purchasing dentist, let's call him Steve, started combing over the books and said, wait a minute, Dr. Lund has done hundreds, maybe thousands of unnecessary procedures. The recipients had healthy gums and healthy teeth. Nonetheless, he would call them back all the time. One example, one, per, one patient had 18 root canals over the, over the period of five years, and for the average person, it's less than twice in their life. Uh, so prosecutors claimed, that's what they claimed. The new dentist could have just let the whole thing go, but he refused to do so because he realized he had overpaid for the, for the, practice, the practice that he purchased. Right. Yeah. So he had a lawyer who was a friend, and he went to that friend and said, uh, case or no case? And the lawyer said, let me ask you one question first, Steve. Why did you wait so long to do your due diligence? And that is our question for case or no case. Let's start with you, Denise. Why not? Hmm? What do you say? Okay, why not? Yeah, why not? Because um, yeah. it's kind of like an intermixed kind of a question. It's, it's The prosecutors are involved, but yet they're talking about due diligence, which is very strange. That's a breach of contract issue. So when you have a contract um, – as a buyer, it's kind of like in our laissez-faire, buyer beware, right? That's kind of what they say. So you have to go in. You have to do your books. You have to look at the books. You have to do what they call due diligence. Make sure that everything is on the up and up. And so the buyer does have that duty. Um, the seller has a duty to disclose certain things. And, and, of course, if they make warranties, then they have um, absolute duties as a result of those warranties. Sure. But here you said the prosecutor got involved. So now I'm kind of like changing up well, and thinking. Well, he, he referred it to them immediately. And, you know, he went to them and said, oh, what do you think about this? But we, I don't know about the criminal case aspect. We can oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you can't you can't threaten criminal action to gain an advantage in the civil case anyway. Okay. So it, I'm sure he went to the attorney to see if he could sue for breach of contract. And I'm going to say that he brought it to everybody's attention about the wrongful acts. However, um, 
this is not a it's not a case. Okay. And Fred, one of the uh, one of the uh, was bad. cooperating dentists looked at the patient that had, he said, your mouth looks like you were in a traffic accident. She said, nope. Okay, Fred. Yeah, here's the, I, I, the answer is I hope it's a case because we're throwing out a Dr. Roger Lund, and I I assume uh, there was that's a real case. We better be because otherwise we don't want to say Dr. Lund did something. The we names don't know. may not be we real. I'm going to say, well, okay, so the answer is it is a case. And the issue is buyer beware, but he had to do his due diligence. If he would have done his due diligence, that is, dentist Steve, he would have saw, look, this one patient had 20 whatever root canals. Uh, that should be a red flag for him. And therefore, uh, buyer beware, he uh, loses, Steve loses, and he, whatever he paid on the practice, he's stuck with. Caveat, so that's, that's what I'm going to go with. All right, yeah, Fred, thank to some you. Degree. Mr. Kiernan, what say you? Case or no case? Yeah, so the question that I have here is, first, the, the lawyer's question, why did you wait so long mm-hmm. to to figure this out? I mean, that goes to two questions, in my opinion. One is the due diligence question, and two is the, have you blown the statute of limitations to even raise this oh. at this point? Because if you waited too long to make the claim, maybe you've blown through the statute of limitations. And the other question I have is, had the dentist done his due diligence, is this something that would have even been uncovered? I mean, when you're going to buy a dentist practice, I'm sure they open up some things, but look, if during the due diligence period you haven't um, committed fully to buying, I can see why somebody would say, well, you can look at some things, but maybe not the other. And, um, and there and HIPAA laws may be involved, right? It, exactly. Oh, and point. so, yeah. and so, I'm not going to stretch this out and get my answer after the break. I'll get give the answer now. now. Yeah. I am going to say that this. Oh, gosh. You're agreeing I, I, with I, me. I, I hate to agree with Denise, but there are just too many questions. I'm going to say that this is no case. Okay, I hope we don't. If it's Dr. Roger Lund, if, if there is a likeness, that's not you. We're just throwing names out no, there. No, wait. First, Denise, can you give us the score very quickly? I can't that, give us the score. We have 30 seconds. So just All right, 30 now. seconds. I'm at 27. Todd is at 21. And Fred is at 23. And Cal is at 8. Okay. We'll be right back no. after this to find out who wins, case or no case. Stay tuned. Radio Live. Talk will continue momentarily right here, so don't go anywhere. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking Hi, more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. 
Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108, 800-814-5108. That's 800-814-5108. Are you struggling with a high cost of prescription medications? How would you like to save up to 90% on your medications and have them delivered for free? Now you can with one simple call. Yes, save up to 90% on many of your prescription medications by calling A-plus BBB-accredited healthwarehouse.com based in Florence, Kentucky. No gimmicks, no coupons, no cards to use. And all prescriptions are FDA-approved and safely sent to your home with free delivery. Here's one example of your savings. A 90-day prescription of generic Lipitor can cost $90 at your local pharmacy. Healthwarehouse.com offers the same medication for about 20 bucks. Find out how much you can save on your prescription medications and get free delivery with one free call right now. Call 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. That's 800-734-1229. Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more money in your pocket. Call one of our licensed representatives today. At 65 Plus Medicare, our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your Medicare benefits, ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs, and save you money. Plus, call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly Medicare mistakes. Call now. 800 220 7612. That's 800 220 7612. We are serious about the case or no case, and I want to. I'm I'm excited to hear about the dentist, uh, Doctor Roger Lund, that uh, basically sold his practice and was, according to the new doctor that took it over, uh, was over, charged not necessarily overcharging, but doing more procedures than they needed to, and uh, and he wanted to sue for civil on a civil case, and he went went ahead and told the authorities about this uh, yeah, overcharging. It was, a, it was a busy practice, let's say yes. that, and, okay. and, and uh, inordinately so. According to Dr. Steve, 
who purchased the practice. Okay. So now, uh, Denise, you said it's no case, correct? I did. Todd, you said it's no case, correct? And I, I said it was a case. And, Fred, and Fred said it's a case. Okay, well, those of you who said it was no case... Oh, oh Fred! Fred yes, Denise! I'm so happy that I'm winning. But wait, Steve got $3 million in a settlement from Dr. Wow. Lund, the alleged greedy tooth driller, had 28 counts of insurance fraud filed against him and a boatload of civil suits. Don't be shy about getting a second opinion when it comes to dental work. And that is case one. Okay, by the way, Lund faced up to eight years in prison. Wow. And his license to drill Did you say one? was revoked. No, I said he lost. So license, I get one point. License to drill? Yeah, license to <laughs> drill was revoked. So and I'm glad you brought that up. That was a uh, true statement, true thing that occurred. That's great, Kat. Next, next we'll That's hear from a beekeeper and a bear. A beekeeper and a bear. And a bear, yes. That's the wow. next case or no case. Next case or no case. <laughs> I tell you, those of you who are first joining us, everyone loves case or no case. The reason we're doing points is the first one to 50 points, and it's just amongst us uh, uh, little living legends here. Uh, the winner, uh, the other uh, parties involved here have to buy dinner for. And we always hope that kind of Todd wins because McDonald's is usually good for him. You know, we can – McDonald's – I'm the cheap good. date. That's what you're saying, Fred? That's yes. exactly okay. right. We like that. And you know what? I am not going to disagree with that. That's exactly right. Hey, you know what? Let's talk a little bit about lawsuits. Now, let's go through over some statistics with the Trump administration. And again, we believe it or not, we are politically neutral. We argue both sides. You'll hear Denise will argue one side. I will. Todd argues. And then Cal thinks he's a lawyer and he'll just throw something out. But he's our producer. I just and think I'm a radio guy. That's yeah, all I have. That is. And, but, but this is the statistics, okay? And, and this is – the st- stats aren't right on. We might be off a few, but, but this is our general understanding. So just attorney general's offices. Don't forget, this is not including normal associations, you know, unions or, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't even want to call it nonprofit suing. This is just the attorney general's office from states that have sued Trump. My understanding in the four-year period, he was sued 138 times. Now, we might be off a little, a few. Take a guess. Cal, I don't think you know this. We know the answer. Of those 138, how many of them were from California? Well, I know that Attorney General Becerra filed nine suits against Trump on his last day. Yes, he did. That's so, just and nine. I, and I know yeah. that the guy from Texas filed a similar number of suits against Barack Obama when Obama was president. Right. But I can't – I'm going to guess. I'm going to say – Out of the 138, how many of them are the California lawsuits? Eighty. 122. <laughs> he was a busy guy. And then he got rewarded for that yes. by getting a cushy appointment in the Biden administration. Yes, he is. He helped a, in, yeah, helped, uh, helped uh, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. interesting. 122 lawsuits out of the 138 of AGs wow. was California. I think these two didn't get along very well. Just just a little bit of a, a no, hint Philosophical there. differences? Would yeah, you just a slight. <laughs> Here's a couple other just statistics. You know, So I just looked in general. You know, the, the, the uh, uh, Trump administration, how many times it was sued. Don't forget, this is a four-year period, not eight. And by the way, uh, you, you take Bush and Obama's, uh, and don't forget, they're each in eight years, uh, did not get sued 138 times is my understanding. So in other words, Obama and Bush administration, the, the later Bush, 
I mean, doesn't even mean that's, that's two and a half lawsuits per month on average for the duration of the Trump presidency by just California. <laughs> yeah, it, that's crazy. And then, and we're going to get into why they, they, they nine, was it nine the last day? Last day. Nine, the nine center, lawsuits, and yeah. here's an example. Here's an example. And again, we may be off. You guys double check. Like we said, uh, you know, we're not get, we're not giving you legal advice. But my understanding is the Center for Biological Diversity sued Trump administration 266 times. Again, 266 times. Here's the interesting thing to me with that. If I, as a private individual, sued somebody, one person. 122 times in four years or 260 times or whatever it is, there's a thing in the law called the vexatious litigant. And at some point in time, if it's so egregious, you actually are ordered not to file unless you get leave of the superior court to file. you got to go and get permission to file because, you know, you've abused the process. And, and I'm wondering, you know, look, I understand that an administration has so many different facets to it that that number has to be higher. But I'm wondering if an attorney general or a private entity like this can ever get to a point where they could be deemed a vexatious litigant against a presidency or a federal agency. I wonder if that could happen. The, the answer to that is not if they have an attorney. Not if they have an attorney. Correct, that that insulates them. Because the attorney um, has a has an ethical uh, obligation not to right, be vexatious. Right, to not do frivolous right, actions. Right. So, um, and vexatious litigant, in one of it is is that it's, it's frivolous actions. So, um, I've I've actually gotten a vexatious litigant order against a, a litigant. Wow. Um, yes, uh, I was I'm as far as I know, I was the first in this county to do that, and it was um in, a long time ago, but. Um, I was sued by this person um, in both st- uh, state, federal courts, and in this two different counties of the state. Wow, crazy. And then he also sued the judges, and he sued a bunch of people, and, and I did get um, a vexatious litigant, and it stands to this day. Wow. But don't Karen, they actually so, have to post a yeah. bond? If they, if they file a lawsuit, don't they have to, like, post if they just to come in and try to file? Don't they have to post a bond or something? No, they don't. Depends what the happens judge. is they have to – well, it depends on the court because once you're a vexatious litigant, and it follows you around. Right. But you have to seek leave from the presiding office, uh, judge um, to file something, and you have to show that it has merit, basically. and Or you can have an attorney. Well, let's see <laughs> if Bacara now is going to start being sued by <laughs> Republican or other uh, more conservative uh, associations now that he is in the Biden administration. This will be interesting. I think it's changed, and it's not just a a uh, Democrat-Republican thing. I think there's going to be a lot more lawsuits in presidencies. We'll be back after this. We're going to talk about New Jersey. Stay tuned. Much more Radio Law Talk, as Fred told you, coming up right here. Don't go away. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. 
family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-451-1124. 800-451-1124. That's 800-451-1124. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711. Is this real life? Oh, that's don't. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. We're having a good time here. You know, uh, things have changed dramatically since COVID-19. And actually, I just wrote an article. It hasn't been published yet. I'm ready to submit it about uh, what positive things you see occurring and how can you be look at the basically the bright side of of what's going on right now with the pandemic and COVID-19 and and because there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, uh, negative things going on, and and it, it was an interesting article that I wrote. Of course, I wrote it, so it must be interesting. And uh, so you have to ask yourself what what is going to be changed, you know, dramatically. And I'm going to throw this out to I'm going to start with Denise, and you think Denise, and then I'm going to go to let me go to Cal, and then I'll go to you. I last thought you talk. forgot my name no, again. No, 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 no. I'm just thinking of who to go <laughs> it's to. Like, it's Todd. It's not no, David. I, it's I know Todd. It's Todd. <laughs> Todd, I, remind me to tell you uh, why I mentioned your brother's name Uh-oh. on the. I'll, I'll remind you later. So, um, and, and the question is, what is some of the positive things? Well, let's back up. What are some of the major, cha- even moderate to major changes that are going to occur in the world since COVID nineteen? What What do you think? Some of the things. Okay, it's never going to be back exactly the way it, it way it was in COVID nineteen. What are some things, Denise? What do you think? Well, what I've noticed is that I use a lot less gas. Um, I feel like uh, our environment's going to start healing a little bit because we're just flat out not traveling as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that that does save the client's uh, so money. In the, yes. Well, and also in for the client's money because right. you're not charging travel time. You're not charging any kind of mileage. Oh, you, you're not, you as a lawyer yes. are not. Oh, I yes. see. Okay, you as a lawyer. Okay, Cal. Yeah. Oh, good. You want to comment well, on just that? So, you know, well, you're, me you're, personally, you're, too. You're, you're yeah. co- your comment about the environment not using as much gas, it's just an anecdote here. After the 9-11 attacks, when there was a global uh, shutdown of all airplane travel. Look up the statistics. They were able to measure the atmosphere without any exhaust from planes because it was for like a week. Some pretty interesting findings there. 
So uh, yeah, yeah, it was like a dramatic. Yes, it was huge. Yeah, yeah. Cal, I, I think something that has changed forever is the real estate market. People okay. now who work in jobs where they used to run into the city to an office now no longer need to go to the office. But when they stay home, they no longer have a house that's an adequate size because they need a home that's slightly larger because they need a home office. So I think the home real estate market has changed, and I believe the commercial real I estate agree. market have right. both changed pretty That's a great idea. That's yeah. exactly right. Mm-hmm. And, and on, on that issue, I know of a number of people. I know a guy that's accountant that literally is in California and he for a big corporation – and his offices are in Northern California. He just moved to Idaho. And he lives in Idaho, and he brought his family to Idaho where it's cheaper, and he wants you know, a little different, more relaxed life. Yep. And he telecommutes, and he gotta, he's got to come back two, three, you know, every two, three months. He's got one time he's got to come back for some meeting. He does it. Otherwise, it's all Zoom. And the Idaho, guy, Idaho guys are going, what are you doing? Idaho here? hates it. <laughs> oh, I've talked do. to Idaho. Oh, I was do. in Twin Falls. Yeah. They yeah. can't stand that the Californians yeah. and the New Yorkers are all coming to Idaho. Well, a lot of states have suffered like that. Oregon was during the 80s uh, yeah. recession. Right. That uh, California was coming and buying yes. up all the homes and homes being foreclosed and all of that. So that happens now on a greater st- scale. Yeah, and it's happened in Texas too so the the number one i saw a statistic in idaho now by the way idaho that's where cal is from that's where i'm from i was born idaho was beautiful i lived there for it is one of the most beautiful states you've ever seen in your life i don't care what people say it's just drop dead gorgeous there's some desert area and the people are a little more laid back it's it's a it's a relaxing place and it showed that of the people moving in right now i know i think it's the number two or number three State that growth has the state. most yeah, most right. growth state. Sixty-eight percent, I believe, are Californians moving in to. And oh my gosh, they are not happy. And I know a lot of my California friends that I know that are moving to Idaho or Texas, but it's mainly Idaho. Yeah. And so um, the point I'm making was, I have absolutely no idea. Well, uh, uh, no, I'm just teasing. I, they will, did we ever ask Todd? No, I'm what? not there yet. So oh. the point is, <laughs> the point is, I'm not with you yet, Todd. The point I'm trying to make, Cal, yeah. is the, the building thing. I was, I was getting into the building. Right. It's the commercial real estate out of San Francisco, Change L.A., yeah. Boston, Silicon New York. Silicon Valley, yeah. We're not in New York. All those high rises, they're not going to want to come in there and be with all these people all the time. I think that's going to dramatically change the corporate you know, structure of businesses taking up 14, 15 floors of a building. Totally I think that's going to change. True. I yeah. do too. Yeah. I think that that part of life is not going to change. I think that once um, the businesses realize that they could save a lot of money by allowing people to work from home and they're just as efficient. I'll tell you I'm something thinking. right now. I know another person that I talked to and I can't bring up their name. They said they're working about 25% of what they normally work at home. They said it's very difficult for them to get stuff done. Hmm. And so now, do I think that's because of the pandemic and everything's not set up? You yeah. Know? Your, yes. Your kids I think, are home. Yeah, your kids are home. But I think as things transition, they're going to figure ways to make it. Like I think Cal said, you're going to have to have a home office that's that's maybe in the backyard or something like that, in the in the tool shed, whatever. But we're going to have to do something <laughs> My different. My she shed. Your she shed. <laughs> yeah, no, but I think that's happening. Yeah. And I just read a thing where in Silicon Valley, people that have been stacked up in little apartments and houses, San Francisco, for example, been stacked right. up in apartments are saying, I need a house with an extra room. Yeah. I got to get out of here and go out to the outlying hinterlands because right. I need a place that has another room for an office. It's pretty interesting. And to I'm not going to talk here. about exactly where I live, but we're way up north. I'm, you know, I'll say I'm not too far from Lake Tahoe area, but it's more the country area. And I'm telling you, two houses went up for sale near me. 
both Silicon Valley lawyers moving up from Silicon Valley uh, because, hey, they don't need to live down there anymore, and, they can, and they're keeping their practices down in Silicon Valley, just like that law firm out of Texas. There's a law firm in Texas, believe it or not, that has a big San Francisco office. They all live in Texas, and they fly their private jet. I know you go, what? It's cheaper to keep them in Texas, living in Texas, than to live in the San Francisco Bay Area and it's cheaper to fly them in their private jet. It's like it's it's a private jet, but it's like a bus. There's like 10, 12, 14 lawyers fly at a time, and it flies like three times a week. <laughs> and they just go back and forth. And it's like they're no different than the commute that you sit in. the. If you ever drive to San Francisco from Sacramento, California, sure. or vice versa, you're three hours, four hours sitting in the car yeah. trying to get there. So, well, Tesla provides yeah. t- a shuttle service from Stockton to its um, headquarters that's in Fremont. Wow. And they do it for every single person they – and they employees. do it every day employees, for their yeah. employees, you mm-hmm. bet. And it's because the Stockton people will work for less money than the Bay Area people will. That's and exactly so the right. sh- shuttle makes sense to them. That's true, and they'll be doing it in the air too. Todd, now we're at you. What's going to change for good? What was the question again? Uh, <laughs> oh, about cats. Why so, is there air? <laughs> so I, uh, I remember when I was a kid and I saw Star Trek for the first time and I saw that transporter technology yes. that they had. And it always struck me as, you know... I, think about weird things as a kid, but what would life be like if we had that kind of technology right now? We, we wouldn't we wouldn't be separated by distance would no longer be a factor. You could live in Montana, get on your little teleporter and instantly teleport to your job in Los Angeles. You'd be done. You go back to Montana at night to the wife and kids and, and it's instantaneous, right? And, and you start to think about how we would expand and go into different areas. Well, we aren't there yet with transporter technology, obviously, but because of the pandemic and Zoom and all that, I, I think you're going to see this sprawl occur because... Before, appearing remotely was sort of a luxury and not everybody wanted to do it and they didn't trust it. Well, now that we've had to spend pretty much a year dealing with this out of necessity, right. I think it's here to stay. It's pushed pushed to the head. It has. I think it's here to stay. I think that businesses now see the uh, economics behind it and how maybe they can be more efficient. You know, think about client meetings as lawyers that you can have. Oh, right. I'll meet with you over Zoom. You don't have to take time out of your day to come to my office to go back. But I just think that we're going to see a lot more sprawl as a result of this. Just like you see in the Star Wars movies. But you don't want to know the negative of it. And I'm, I'm getting, there's a reason I'm bringing this up because I'm getting to something. The negative is the human interaction. I yep. think that is going to be a major yep. problem in the future because as weird as it sounds, as humans, and I'm not a psycholo- psychologist, psychiatrist, but as an attorney, I know that it's it's important to have human interaction, face-to-face, touching, as weird as that sounds, handshaking, you know, a quick hug, you know. Um, Honest that, to eye-to-eye contact eye to eye, is I so think invaluable. that's going to change yeah. the psyche of people in the United I, I States think and health, in the world. Mental, mental health is I agree. on the Go rise. Ahead. There's going to be a it, lot of it, problems. You know, in, in all facets, if the Mayo Clinic released suggested guidelines for intimacy with couples. You can go to their website and read it, and it is, we encourage people to use FaceTime, Zoom, not physically interacted. As a person who used to prosecute crimes where people would have revenge porn and things like that, I'm like, oh my gosh, you are opening the door to a whole new class of victimhood for people that yes. record that stuff. Are you kidding me? Right. But, uh, yeah, that's And so what are we getting at? I want to get at, when we come back the, on our final segment of this hour, we got to talk about how civil jury trials 
and, and, and court trials are going to affect your life and what is going on right now from experience. We are dealing with it, and then we'll be back and discuss that. An interesting twist on what's happening as far as the COVID restrictions coming up next right here on Radio Law Talk, which you can hear on radiolawtalk.com and on many of your favorite radio stations. And we'll be right back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-814-5108. 800-814-5108. 800-814-5108. That's 800 814-5108. Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest to walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life, majestic and grand. They clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, 
and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big, and now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members, together we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit arborday.org. See how you can help. Oh, come on. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. So the big change is New Jersey Supreme Court has just come out and said that they're able to have virtual jury trials. That's going to be the new normal. Um, and uh, the Supreme Court order says they can do it in virtual format. Um, and they have certain uh, things that the judges have to go over uh, with the um, jurors and the attorneys. They might be doing a hybrid. So in other words, they may have it that the jurors are virtual, and yet the witnesses and the lawyers and the judge are in court, but the jurors sit virtually. Which kind of, You know what? I'm kind of thinking about that. That might be kind of interesting, and I think that might be a good thing. It, it is the, the the problem. So as a criminal, okay. So there's a difference here as between criminal between criminal attorneys and criminal cases because it raises a whole host of constitutional issues versus um, versus civil cases. But still, you would have the same issues. You know, one of the things that they advise jurors is don't talk about the case with your family member, with your loved ones. Don't get advice. Don't do this. You have don't don't do research. Don't get on the Internet. Don't do anything. You stay focused on the case. And sometimes they even have cases like the OJ trial where they sequester the jury just to make sure that nothing like that happens. And and there are times I've had this happen in trial where on breaks I see attorneys talking. I, I did a I did a trial recently where the victim had testified, and the cross-examination didn't go too well for the victim. I was successful in in how I cross-examined. And during the break, one of the jurors goes up to the victim. The victim advocate's right there and goes up to the victim and says, can I give you a hug? Oh, whoopsie. Okay, well, that juror's gone. But here's the thing. I had somebody that observed it. If people, if jurors are appearing remotely... Unless I see it on the camera, there might be some things that I don't see that they do that might give me a, a way to challenge their ability to continue serving as a juror. But you also right. remember the old television, you probably don't, the old TV show Perry Mason. At the end of yeah. Perry Mason, somebody in the audience would always stand up and say, all right, I killed my grandmother, right? Okay, yeah. so now will they have to log in on Zoom yes. <laughs> to do a last minute? I, you know, exactly. I just, I, I watched Perry Mason. Yeah, yeah. I kept waiting. Mr. Berger was always the prosecutor. Poor that guy. guy had a terrible record, yeah. right? I just kept waiting for, when are we going to have the episode where Mr. Berger just starts out and he picks up the phone, calls Perry Mason. You just want to save the taxpayers a lot of money and tell us who did it. Yeah. <laughs> because come on. Have, a, have your investigator, Paul, come out. But, yeah. but it's a fascinating thought, though, that what about the gallery that wants to observe the trial? Is, is a trial not they a public They can do it virtually. They can do it virtually. And that's the thing, Cal. But, and sometimes the judges don't allow it in. Denise, go ahead. Here's the challenges. Yes. Um, the challenges are 
they ha- how are they going to monitor the jurors yes. to make sure that they're not getting um, information from other sources? Right. How are they going to make sure that connectivity is going to be safe, secure, and easy technology for the jurors to implement if they're doing it themselves? Um, the public's right of access, which would be the people in the galley. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do you make sure – this one's super important – that the jurors are paying attention and not asleep behind that yeah. that, that technology? What about the privacy of the jurors now? A lot of times their names are not given. Some, I mean, sometimes they are public. And having done many news stories where I've tried to find them, but sometimes the jurors' privacy is guaranteed. But if it's all online, I mean. Well, know. this is what this is what New Jersey has done. They've actually got court. Um, operated like uh, mini computers that they give to the jurors, and they're all standardized. And they'll may, they may say juror one, juror what, but it's it protects their privacy. It does, you know. Samsung Galaxy Pro tablets yeah. is what they are. Does it have yeah. the yeah. Eye, eye alert technology that many modern self-driving well, cars have? Here's no, here's <laughs> before, here's the deal, guys. This is what I think's happening. Todd and I talked about this during the break for. Um, uh, these jury trials and these judge trials. The biggest issue is how do you know the uh, – let's say – okay, let's let's say the jurors are virtual and everybody's virtual. What about a witness? How do you know they don't have something underneath the table they're reading or a friend is sneaking in? And you know what they say? Oh, well, well we, when they sit down, the, the court makes sure they do a 360 to see that nobody's there. But then, okay, but then someone can walk in in five, ten minutes. I think the technology and the cameras are going to turn to where you're going to be able to see a person 360, that you'll see everything around them, basically, that they can't, if they if they leave the room or something, it's going to be a beep, 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 or something. I think the technology is going to come to the point where... I mean, that where, tech's available now. The yeah. 360 cameras are yeah. out there now. Right. right. Yeah. But but what what about the, okay, what about the juror in Kentucky? Not, you know, look, we love Kentucky, but that lives way out in the middle of Hickville, that doesn't have very good internet, how are they going to be able to you know, handle that technology? Not everybody is. Well, one of the things that we're yeah. assuming is that this virtual juries and stuff is going to allow jurors and witnesses to testify from the comfort of their own home or from their attorney's office or what have you. Um, I think that a – look, if the reason we're doing this is to keep ro- – lower the risk of people being infected because of COVID, then maybe the way that they need to do that is, look, everybody's still got to go to court. It's just that, like court appearances that I've made in a local jurisdiction here, the judge is in one room. The uh, attorney is in another room. The witness would be in another room. They're all in the same courthouse. They're all testifying via a direct feed. But once that witness, for example, goes into a room to testify, they're the only one in that room. Right. And and they can't take anything in with them unless it's something to refresh their recollection that both sides have been provided and everybody knows what it is. But um, that would be the way to take care of it. The jurors would show up to court. They would just all go to separate rooms to do their jury service where they would watch. That would be yeah, interesting. That would be very difficult. Yeah, it, well, it, no, how can they deliberate? Facility. How can they yeah. deliberate? No, can I bring that up? That's yeah. a good idea. I think almost like a little telephone booth. Yeah. <laughs> all these little telephone booths, <laughs> and they're stuck in them for. It doesn't. It doesn't claustrophobic. It doesn't have to be big. It just yeah. has to separate folks from one another. Kind of like what the Supreme Court does when they hear arguments and they're all in the same room, but they're separated by plexiglass. They've got this. You know, I, I think that that sort of technology is going to have to occur. But you know, we talked about this, and right now we're talking about. 
uh, trials that occur where the jury is appearing remotely, but you touched on when witnesses do, and that raises a specific issue with criminal trials yes. and the Sixth Amendment right to confrontation. Right. Okay. Because right. this came up in 1990. There's a case called Maryland versus Craig, and it was a sex assault case. And the issue here was the child victim, because of the trauma, could not testify with the alleged perpetrator in the courtroom. And so the judge made a ruling that the child victim could testify remotely via closed circuit television. She was just in another room, but she was at the courthouse, but she could appear via closed circuit television. Well, the, guy, uh, the, the defendant was convicted. It went up to the Maryland Supreme Court. Maryland Supreme Court overturned the conviction. Violation of Sixth Amendment. Right. Then it went to the U.S. Supreme Court, and in a 5-4 decision where the conservative justices dissented, Sandra Day O'Connor wrote the decision, wrote the opinion on behalf of the uh, uh, remaining judges, 5-4 decision, they said that the right to confrontation is not as absolute as requiring always and to be there. And they said in certain circumstances, this procedure is appropriate. They reinstated the conviction. They overturned the Maryland Supreme mm -hmm. Court. Wow. Well, now we have a different makeup of our court. We're probably going to have a lot more challenges to this, given what, how this works in practice, trying to cross-examine somebody remotely. This last year, I had an opportunity to cross-examine somebody in a trial a criminal trial, and then cross-examine the same person on the same issue in a civil matter. And I could tell you, it was night and day. Yeah, in the terms criminal of, one you're able to do live. Exactly. The other one virtual. The other one was virtual. It's very difficult. And I think if the court's presented with this, we may see challenges. And with the different makeup of the court, maybe we're going to see a different opinion about whether or not it violates the Sixth Amendment. I don't know, but it wouldn't surprise me if the issue came up. Um, I think that we're going to look to New Jersey as a model mm -hmm. for how to set this in. They have different phases of getting this up and going. The first phase, they're going to do trials based on single issues. Small trials. Very smaller. small trials, maybe right. one defendant, one plaintiff, that type of stuff, and get it up to going and, and see how it goes. And then fa and, and people will be able to consent or not consent to that phase. But phase two, then, is now mandatory. So they're setting into place, and they're trying to get the bugs worked out. So I think we're going to look at New Before Jersey. Before I get to I think you're right. The, the interesting thing that Todd brought up too is we're going to hear a lot of interesting things during this time period. Uh, you know, leaving their microphone on and walking around the house talking to themselves. That, There's going to be a lot of that going on. Look, yeah, we, we covered the Durst case where he had a hot mic and he was going to the bathroom and said some things. If you ever find yourself, whether as an attorney or as a witness, in one of these virtual trials, make sure your audio is turned off before you say anything not on the stand. Well, we're going to come back and talk a little bit about The Shining, the movie, how it applies in a courtroom that's very interesting and then we're going to have another case or no case we'll be back for hour number three maybe they could sell tickets virtual tickets and people could watch the trial great idea just an idea stay tuned more radio law talk is coming right up right here right now you have been listening to radiolawtalk.com a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
you can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-809-5189. 800-809-5189. That's 800-809-5189. 